You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another exciting episode of TFL Talking Trucks. And this is also special because... Uh, this is part of our insider series where we kind of take a deep dive into a brand new truck. And in this case, it's the updated, fully redesigned 2021 Ford F-150. And I have the man, the chief engineer for the truck, uh, Craig Schmatz on, on the show. And Craig, can you please quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Craig Schmatz. I am the chief engineer for the all-new 21 model year F-150. Glad to be with you today. Do you guys love trucks? If so, we've got a new podcast that will keep you entertained for hours, from on-road to off-road, from Raptors to Frontiers to Tacomas. Check out tfltruck.com slash podcast or go to wherever you get your favorite podcast, including Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Well, thank you for your time. And uh, on this show, on this episode, uh, I want to kind of touch um, on the highlights of the truck and kind of drill into some of them. But I just want to start uh, really with the chassis, the frame, and the suspension because kind of that's the underpinning of the truck and, and how it may be changed from the previous generation and the previous years. Uh, because uh, recent, you know, recent sales data came out and the half-ton and the full-size segment is getting more and more competitive, right? So, so here you are with an updated truck, uh, trying to you know maintain competition there. Great. Uh, so yeah, look, where did, uh, I can start with the uh, chassis overall. We yeah, uh, let's do that. Yeah, one of the things that we did uh, for wheels and tires, we went with a larger outside diameter tire, right? So that required us to make quite a few changes to the frame. Uh, just to accommodate the larger wheel and from a, 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 a steering perspective. Um, so, plus we also upgraded the chassis for the 14,000 pounds of towing, which is a you know, best in class number we're really proud of. So, some uh, small upgrades uh, from a structure's perspective, but the basic foundation is, is fundamentally there from an architecture. It's still a high strength steel frame. Uh, we did, um, 
the uh, MHT transmission, or I should say the power boost, uh, does have a longer transmission. So we had to change the uh, some cross members in order to package that. Plus, of course, the uh, the power boost uh, battery um, uh, to be able to make that uh, that great combination, which we'll talk about later. We did also increase the tread width uh, just a bit, a little bit under an inch, just to give it a little bit more, uh, you know, planted um, look, and also helps with the dynamics on the vehicle. Uh, we have uh, electronic brakes, electronic brake boost um, is 100% uh, across the board and that's all new for us. And from a chassis perspective, oh, adaptive steering. We've added adaptive steering to our high-end uh, series. So that really is great. I know we've, we've had that on Super Duty for a few years now and it's, it's new here for F-150, but it's great for low speed maneuvers um, in the parking lot type of thing that's easier to, you know, less, less input to the steering wheel to get you where you need to go. And then at high speed, especially when you're towing, you know, it provides, it reduces the gain. So it's more, you know, get more comfortable and confident on, on uh, you know, when you're towing. So uh, you're saying, so mainly you're saying, so the, the overall frame is mostly the same as far yeah. as the structure of it. It's still, you know, fully boxed, right? And yes. still, still frame. And you've made changes, what, to some of the suspension components, uh, wheels. So it's, it's mostly for function, right? I mean, why did you increase the size of the wheel and do all oh. that? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's for function. I mean, the, the wheel entire size was really for a couple things, appearance. But also, you know, when you start getting to the bigger tire sizes, like on the Limited, where you've got that big 22-inch wheel, it actually does help with, with ride quality. Uh, we did focus a lot on uh, ride uh, performance as well. We've got, like I said, with the larger OD tires, but also uh, monotube shocks in the rear on, on many of our, our vehicles, which does help for, um, for ride. And we've also increased the size of the body mounts. So that also helps with better isolation. And uh, the combination of this is just fantastic from uh, uh, a, a uh, drivability. The, the unladen ride is, is, is really improved from outgoing and we're, we're very pleased at how it's all come together. Okay, so before we get kind of the, the look of the truck, I wanna to touch on a couple of big numbers, right? So the payload and towing numbers. So uh, for 2021, you have upgraded your capability. So the numbers got higher. Um, I have all of it here. So the payload, I want to ask you first about. So maximum payload of 3,325 pounds, right. uh, which, is, which is a bit more than previous uh, F-150. Mm -hmm. um, but tell me about this truck, because this is basically a V8-powered uh, F-150. Uh, but this payload is like almost in heavy-duty truck territory. <laughs> how, first of all, first of all, um, who are the customers for this and how did you get it there? Yeah, it, like I said, a lot of the structural improvements we did for the towing also helped us for, for the payload. Um, we did increase the gross combined weight rating uh, of, of the vehicle to be able to deliver those payload numbers. Yeah, and we know, you know, it's, it's a big number and, uh, you know, not all of our customers will use that, but that capability is there if they need it. And then, of course, you, you saw across the range, we, we did improve, saw those same level of improvements for all the power, power packs. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you find that in this segment, especially with F-150, is, uh, you know, that it's just having that capability when you need it. You may never need it, or may, you may need it occasionally, but it's there, and it's extremely capable. 
So is that a special truck? So it's like a two-wheel drive V8 powered the 150 for this maximum payload. Do you have to specify like a special suspension package? How does that work? Uh, yeah, we have a heavy payload package that, uh, you know, includes uh, different springs, um, uh, chalk, and et cetera. So, yeah, there's, uh, there, we have a mid-payload package and a heavy payload package. So if you really need that capability, check those boxes and, and off you go. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's way higher than any other, you know, half-ton truck in the segment. So, uh, and I don't think I've ever driven one of these. <laughs> I, imagine, I imagine these are kind of rare. Oh, the heavy payload. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll have to get you get you a loaner so you can, can okay. check it out. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure I'll put all the weight into it. <laughs> there you okay. go. So, and then uh, the other number that, of course, matters a lot is towing. Um, you have went from 13,200 to 14,000 on the EcoBoost, the 3.5. So that's, that's also a really huge number. So tell me about how, how was that change possible, I guess? Uh, yeah, again, some of the structure upgrades we talked about was key for that. Um, and, uh, you know, we made sure we had to upgrade the, the brakes with kind of three level of brake packages, depending on the, the capability of the vehicle, the heavy payload and the, the max tow get, get the largest brakes kind of fills up the wheel. And, uh, and we just, you know, that, that tread width increase, all that stuff contributes to being able to hit, hit those numbers. And you see again, just same with payload. You see that increase across the board on all of our variants. We're getting more capability, and you know those big numbers again. Not everybody's going to use the fourteen thousand pounds, but you know the truck becomes even more capable at thirteen and twelve and eleven, right? So it it just it really does benefit everybody. And of course, the hybrid, which we'll kind of de uh, dig deeper into in a little bit. The hybrid uh, maximum towing is twelve thousand seven hundred pounds. Right, right. So, so, uh, so we'll touch on that a little bit more because when we talk about powertrains, which is of course very important, um, let's touch on just kind of quickly the body and the style, and the the new bed and tailgate. Um, so, a lot of people say that it's kind of a little bit, you know, evolutional. Um, so it looks very similar to what it's looked like before. Uh, how was that design? Tell me a little bit more about kind of the appearance of the truck. Yeah, so, uh, you know, one thing about F-150 customers, they love those design cues that we put in, like the C-clamp for the headlamps. They like the drop-down belt molding. So what we did is we kept those cues, but kind of dialed them up, right? Like on the signature lighting on the front of the truck, you see that the SIG lighting goes all the way down into the bumper area on the side of the vehicle, that drop-down belt, um, you know, we've accented it in the, in the sheet metal so that it's, you know, stands out better. But yeah, all the, and all the new, all the panels on the exterior are, are new um, to provide that kind of that step forward for the design of the F-150. The, uh, the hood is raised at the A-pillar to kind of give the front end a bit more mass. Uh, you know, we, we uh, deliver 3% better aerodynamics, uh, you know, which if you know about aero, that's, that's difficult to do. And we were able to do that with uh, just making sure we executed every design detail um, from an aero perspective. It's in the mirrors, it's in the C-pillar, it's in the tailgate spoiler and the lip on that. And it's in the active air dam. We've got a great feature on the vehicle active air dam that comes down you know, at uh, 40 miles an hour where you really need that, uh, that air dam. And it, it tucks up 
like you see on the picture here, uh, so it's not in your way at lower speeds. But, you know, it's just fantastic the amount of differentiation we've given. Each series has its own, you know, character. Um, you know, our customers, we've researched the truck with them. They, they love the design. And so we're very, very pleased. And, and it's all wrapped around uh, a, a cabin size that's pretty much the same as it is today, which is great because our customers love how much usability they get and the space inside the cabin. So, uh, you know, I, I think they really appreciate and uh, will love what we've done with the, with the exterior design. I should say that, you know, headlamps, we've got the three levels of lamps starting from incandescent. We've got the LED reflector as a midsize lamp. Um, our mid-series lamp, and then the LED projector at the top end has the dynamic bending, um, auto leveling, all kinds of great features, and that SIG lighting is just fantastic. So, so you did, um, uh, I want to kind of unpack that a little bit. So uh, first the air dam, uh, so that's basically an automatic feature. It's on uh -huh. the right, right, right below the front bumper, right? That's and right. It's available on some higher trims, or how does that work? So across the board. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. So 100% we'll get that. Uh, there's one exception for snowplow package. Uh, does not get it because it gets in the way of snowplow. So, but and everybody else gets it. Yeah. It's great feel. So there's no driver interaction with it, right? It kind of nope. works by itself. Right. And if if you are in uh, off-road modes, we thought about that too. Even though it's not likely you're going above 40, but you could be in the desert, as we showed in our torture test, right? So we made sure if you're in an off-road mode uh, that it also stores the air damp up for you. Rock crawls and, you know, other things. But yeah, so the, the air dam is, is great. It's transparent to the customer. I should mention on the side of the truck, you've got the extended running boards. Mm -hmm. So both fixed and powered. So you've got a power board that, you know, goes all the way back to the, to the rear tires so that you can get side access to the bed. We also have approach detect. So as you're walking up to the truck, instead of having to grab the handle and have the door come down or the board come down, uh, as you're walking up, it recognizes you're there and it brings the board down and you can do hands-free, you know, loading into the side of the bed. And then on the back, I mean, uh, the, the, the uh, tail lamps, of course, have the blind spot, which is a feature that, you know, is we've taken almost, it's 80% of the uh, take rate or higher of the vehicle. And then the, the whole tailgate work surface area, I don't know if you want to get into that now or you can talk about it later, but just fantastic what we've done on the back of the truck, working end of the truck. Yeah, before we get to the tailgate, which is mm -hmm. next, um, I want to touch on the headlights because you kind of touched on the headlight mm -hmm. design. Um, because what a lot of uh, stuff, what, usually, what sometimes happens with uh, trucks specifically is that the most base trucks the headlight performance is not quite up to par and there are different organizations like IIHS who test headlights and they're very careful about that. And then of course the premium trucks have much better lights. Did you kind of look at that, how, how it spans across the trim levels? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, as I mentioned earlier, the, we, in the past, we've had two levels of lamps. You had the incandescent and the very high-end LED. And so this time we've, we've expanded LED by doing this LED reflector. Um, and that starts at uh, high XLT and up, which will be 65% or so of the, of the vehicle line will have LED headlamps. So that, that helps. We, we still have the incandescent base lamp. Uh, we'd still have, um, you know, a cost 
I should say, a price point for our customers that we need to deliver. Uh, we've worked on improving the functionality and the, the light performance incandescent, as well as then um, bringing more LEDs into the, into the vehicle. All right, sounds good. Uh, let's touch on the tailgate because uh, we call it the tailgate wars. You know, everybody has mm -hmm. a feature on the tailgate. Tell me what, what you kind of did with this truck. Yeah, you know, we, we have uh, taken a look. We've, we've spent a lot of time with customers and, you know, more than we've ever done before, observational research, actually spending time with them. I, I went uh, to uh, actually live, lived with a customer on their ranch for a weekend and just observed how they, you know, how they use their vehicle, what they used it for, what some of the pain points were. Anyway, the, the, the tailgate area is, you know, it's, it's the working end of the truck. And we've done a lot of things back there. We've got the tailgate work surface. So it's a large flat surface. Uh, it's got some designed in features with, you know, rulers back there. It's got a place to hold up a phone or a small uh, tablet, place for, uh, you know, nuts and bolts or a coffee cup, whatever. Um, so nice, great surface to work back there. And then we put clamp pockets on the gate, standard. So if somebody needs to clamp some materials down there to, to work, you can use the clamp. Uh, use clamp pockets for that. We have tie downs on the side, again, standard on the every every tailgate uh, to be able to you know tie stuff down. And bed lighting has been adjusted so now that it lights the tailgate work surface. So if you're working there uh, in the dark or the dusk, whatever, it'll help light up what you're working on. And most importantly, now we've got the Pro Power on board. So uh, you know, everyone in the industry seems to have 400 watts, which doesn't really give you the power you need to do projects. Mm -hmm. And we're providing two kilowatts on our gas engines, our optional gas engine, the 2.7, the 3.5, the 5-liter. 2.4 on the Power Boost Hybrid as a standard, and 7.2 kilowatts on the the, high, the Power Boost Hybrid as an optional. 7.2 kilowatts, just a ton of power. You can do all kinds of projects with that, right? So can you power your house maybe off of it? If, if, the, yeah. if the power outage <laughs> happened? You, you, can, uh, you can power uh, power some items from your house, right? I can imagine you're plugging in the refrigerators and the stuff to, to keep, the, keep things from uh, melting on you, sure, for sure. Yeah, and you know, think about it for a work site. In fact, I'm, uh, you know, there's, they're doing construction on the house next to mine, and I hear the generator out there running continuously. And if they had a power boost hybrid, they wouldn't need it. They could run all their tools off the uh, the 7.2 kilowatt out there. So, so how does that work? Do you uh, do you have to kind of leave the truck idling, or how does that power generation work? That's right. You have to leave the vehicle idling. Okay. Uh, essentially, the power comes off of the high voltage battery. And then the engine will run to recharge the battery as it needs to. So if you're running less than 2.4 kilowatts of power, uh, it'll cycle. The engine will cycle on and off just as it needs to keep that battery going. If you're running seven kilowatts, it'll be running all the time. But you know, even for loads like 2.4 kilowatts, which is quite a bit, quite a bit, you could run that continuously for like 85 hours. Uh, if it's 7.2, it's more like uh, 32 hours, something like that, on a tank of gas. But just imagine the flexibility that provides for, for people on, you know, going camping. We, you know, a bunch of the team members went and took some trucks out and went camping. They brought a full-size oven out there and a 
coffee makers and TVs and all kinds of stuff just to bring some of the preacher comforts with them. Or if you're at a work site, um, uh, you know, just think of even for disaster relief, think about instead of somebody bringing a generator to a site, trying to keep it filled with gas, all you got, you've got your, your, your mobile disaster response truck right there. You can bring it and just make sure it's filled with gas. You can run stuff, power out of it. Uh, you, if you need a place to work, we've got, you know, interior work surfaces we can talk about in a bit, but uh, it's great. I mean, it's really something I, I think is our customers are really fine, beneficial. Awesome. Okay, let's dig into the powertrains because that's very important. Uh, you're still offering six powertrains, if I can count uh, correctly. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, it's, it's been a, it's a great powertrain lineup. Uh, the current model, and we just made it so much better. The 3.3 is our 3.3 liter V6 is a base engine. Now that's mated with the new 10-speed transmission. So we have 10-speed across the board now, right? So that's better for fuel economy for the 3.3. Um, so it helps that base powertrain. The 2.7 um, is more or less unchanged. Um, we do have the Five liter, which comes now with variable displacement, cylinder deactivation, again, for, for better fuel economy when, when lightly loaded. Uh, we've got the three liter Lion diesel. So we still uh, have that uh, for those people that want the diesel engine. It's a great, it's a great powertrain, uh, you know, great uh, fuel economy, especially while towing. Uh, let's see, we've got the three five EcoBoost, right? So. Well, before uh, you get there. Yeah. Before we get there, so let's let's touch on the five liter because the power rating has changed, right? So yes. So you boosted it a little bit to four hundred horsepower and four hundred and ten pound feet of torque. Right. Right. Uh, so that's a small uh, kind of boost where it was before. Um, and tell me a little bit more about the um, um, multi displacement system. Is that like shutting down half the cylinders, or how does that work? Right. Yeah. It's it's a four cylinder or eight cylinder system. So. Uh, yeah, so we found that that gives the majority of the benefit that, that we need um, from cylinder deactivation versus the ones that do, you know, steps in between. And uh, have you announced uh, fuel economy yet? We have not. It's coming very, very soon. We're doing our final certification, and so it'll be announced, uh, you know, in November. Okay, so uh, I'll keep uh, a lookout for that. Yep. I'll keep a lookout. So now let's go to the EcoBoost. So you said sure. is mostly unchanged. Uh, three five is changed as far as rating is concerned. And I Absolutely. wanted to ask you, you know, what, you know, how you got there. So four hundred horsepower now on the three five, and five hundred pound feet of torque. Um, so yes, that's a big rating. That's that is. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, 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 there's shared components between the Power Boost Hybrid and the three five EcoBoost. They've taken some of the components from the high output. A variant you know for for job one we do not have the high output variant any longer but we've obviously upgraded the base three five as well as now with the with the power boost but yeah it's some internal components that that give you that uh, give you that improvement gallery cooled pistons and you know um, i think it was a stainless exhaust manifold and some things like that so but really uh, you know fantastic on the three five and then just the power boost is just something right home about and that is the last powertrain we need to talk about but wow so so this is um now three five twin turbo combined with your new tr modular transmission right right um so and there's an electric motor sandwiched in there can you can you explain that a little bit 
Yeah, sure. Uh, it's it, right. We, we've uh, essentially taken the 3.5 GTDI and we, you know, when you think about hybrid, you, you're thinking in general, it's going to be uh, fuel economy only and not here, right? This is, this is our end solution. We think it's really appropriate for, for a full-size pickup, but yeah, there's an e-motor uh, in the system in the, it's a, a module hybrid transmission. Um, uh, so, and uh, we've got a uh, one and a half kilowatt hour battery that's mounted on the frame rails. Uh, and uh, the e-motor is 35 kilowatt uh, itself. And yeah, and you've got that onboard generator as well as part of the package. So it'll add, you know, the, the 30 horsepower uh, at the peak and 70 uh, pound-feet of torque. So it, it's really great for fuel and great for performance when you need it and still has that 12,700 pounds of towing performance, which is just fantastic. Uh, plus, we've announced 700 miles of range as well, and it's it's just and then of course that pro power on board. Um, you know, I I think it's just the entire package. So 430 horsepower total, 570 pound feet of torque, like you said. Right. Um, and it's a full hybrid, uh, which means technically it could run or drive on electricity alone. Is that right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, in city situations, as you're applying brakes, it has regenerative braking, so it'll take some of that uh, power and charge the battery. Uh, but yeah, if you're in a steady state uh, condition, uh, you'll go for uh, several miles uh, with just the battery on, and then, of course, it comes back on, but uh, the ICE engine comes back in. But it's really seamless transmission from ICE engine to battery. Um, and so, yeah, it's you, you, right. Unlike the mild hybrids, which you really can't drive on the battery alone, here you can. Okay. And the modular transmission and the electric motor, is that very similar to the Ford Explorer uh, system? It is. It is. It's, it's, it's very similar to the Ford Explorer system. They now mount that to a different engine for a different use case. So we had to make sure when we engineered this up front that we engineered it to work for the F-150, which is the much heavier duty use case. And as you, I, I'm sure you've seen on that torture test video that we just released this week, we really put it through its paces on Davis Dam, which you're very familiar with. Mm -hmm. On our proving grounds, we had, you know, special battery testing um, and uh, Borrego, Borrego Springs for off-road capabilities. So, we really put it through its paces to make sure it was worthy of being an F-150. So you basically took the, this hybrid power truck and put it kind of through the same test cycle and then some, right, for the battery? And then some, right. I mean, we know that this is, it, it, we had to go do that just to prove that it was worthy of being an F-150 powertrain. But it was, it was always designed up front to, to do that. We just wanted to make sure through our testing that we verified it. Okay, cool. And the torque, is that one of those things that it kind of starts early? I mean, the electric motor, I mean, if you require maximum acceleration or power, it just kind of helps you there or how does that? Absolutely. Okay. Well, it, it helps you all the way across the range. You know, if that battery is fully charged and ready to go, uh, yeah, you step on it, you get that instant just like you would with a battery electric vehicle. And then it, it helps all the way up to even through the peak area of the torque band. So really is there, is there, does the driver know, is there some sort of a um, display, a, a battery status display for the driver or is that seamless or how does that work? 
Yeah, I mean, we have certain uh, HMI uh, where you can see what's going on with the, we have called, it's called power flow in the sync screen. It'll show you whether the battery's on or the ice engine and, and why, if the ice engine is running, why that's running. Uh, of course, you can see it in the tachometer that on the, on the cluster too, if it goes to zero, you know that you're, you're running that, uh, you're running off the battery. And then we've got uh, some of the eco coaching um, tools that you, you know, if somebody really wants to try and maximize their fuel, we can show them, you know, if they step on the gas too much, it'll, it'll trip over the ice engine and how they can optimize uh, their fuel economy. So yeah, there's lots, lots of great tools there for, for somebody that might want to do that. Well, very soon, uh, I'm sure we, uh, you know, we can get behind the wheel and actually test it out, and we'll publish all those videos, obviously, uh, on TFL Truck and great, and all that stuff. Um, let's touch on the interior because that's a big change, right? So you redesigned the interior. Uh, so let's kind of go over some of the cool features there. Yeah, I mean, uh, all new interior, I, you know, instrument panel, door trims, seat foams, fabrics, all of that. It's, it's in the same size, as I mentioned earlier, but, you know, all, everything that a customer can touch and feel essentially is, is brand new. And the instrument panel, just starting there, you've got, uh, we've upgraded all the clusters uh, and we have the, an all digital cluster at the, at the very high end, which is really impactful. Uh, we've we've kind of done a bit more with the um, the selectable drive modes, you know, for slippery or tow haul or sport, and actually, you know, you get a graphical representation of that particular drive mode as you're making your selections. Uh, it also changes the color palette when you do that, but you you can also get a lot more function out of the all digital cluster with uh, things like when you're doing the lane centering or driver assist modes. You you know it. We maximize the space in the center and minimize the tack and the speedo uh, so that you, you can use that information. Uh, center stack. So now we've got two screens. You start with an eight inch screen as your standard, uh, and then the 12 inch screen landscape, which is just fantastic. And that's more than half of the volume is that 12 inch screen. And uh, we've designed that 12 inch screen for maximum usability. So you have a main area of the screen and then you have an, uh, we call it the IOD, information on demand area, where that can be audio or navigation or lots of different choices there that you can select. And you can swap between the two very easily. It's standard with Sync 4, which you know we think is great. Um, it's got better voice recognition, um, just overall better functionality and digital owner's manual is part of that package now too. So I'm moving from left to right. So now we're in the center. Okay, we, I should mention we kept audio and climate controls with the 12-inch screen, which our customers told us they like the big screens, but they want that to be really functional. And we found that this is providing that right balance of screen use plus controls. They told us very, very strongly, multiple research events, observation. Mm -hmm. They want the controls where they expect them to be. And that is screen, climate and audio, storage below that. Pro Trailer Backup Assist is still part of the, uh, you know, very popular and segment exclusive feature. We've got that there, trailer brake controller, selectable drive modes, all of that's exactly where a customer would want it. Um, we have uh, two glove boxes now, so we have a standard upper glove box. Customers love storage. Okay. Um, and then on the center console area, 
we have, uh, this is a really cool story. We, you know, our customers love that shifter on the center console, but we also know they really struggle with using that area when the vehicle's parked for working or for lunch because our customers spend eight, 10, many hours a day in the vehicle. And so we actually, with, with e-shift, standard e-shift on the vehicle, we're able to stow that shifter into the console and then open up the uh, works the console uh, lid, and you now you have this big flat work surface. And we still have cup holders on the back, so you, it's a much more usable space uh, for working in the cab. And we have that on the 20% seat too. If you get a bench seat across on the back of the center seat, uh, we have a work surface that can slide forward and it can also rotate towards the driver again only when parked. Uh, so they've got a great area there to use a laptop or, or do whatever work they need to do. And, and again, when you slide it forward, we've left storage and cup holders. And so it made it very, very usable. It combined that again with the power. And it's just fantastic. Uh, I think the, both the interior work surfaces. And uh, so, if you get the bench seat, or not the, well, the three person seating in the front. Yeah. It, does the shifter move up uh, to the column or where? Yes, that yes, that's right. That's right. We still have the shifter on the console for some of our customers, but many of them still have it on the column. It is an e-shifter as well, but it's, it, it's a traditional type of feel that our customers have asked for. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, the seats are, you know, the, the materials are upgraded, actually materials throughout the vehicle are upgraded. We also have a max recline seat. Because again, we know customers like to work in their vehicles. They also need to rest in their vehicles between the times that we're working. Yeah. And uh, it's not that comfortable to do that. So we've, we have increased the recline on the, all of the seats. But on the max recline seat, you can go full flat 180 degrees. The seat cushion rises up to meet the seat back. You actually have a paddle on the back to, uh, to raise to, to make it more comfortable for you. So uh, let's see. It, oh. There's more, but wait, there's more. So in the back, we have the, you know, customers told us they like full width lockable storage. So we've got, uh, you know, we've introduced that on Super Duty. It's now on F-150. It folds flat into the floor and you can deploy it and then lock the seats and you've got storage that's secure. Uh, or if you need it for the full, full um, flat, flat low floor, you can just stow it down on the floor and away you go. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, I should mention audio systems. We haven't talked audio. Okay. We have a B&O Unleashed uh, okay. 18 speaker is, system. What is that? <laughs> yeah, it's a 1,080 watt uh, system. It's 18 speakers. It's got a ported subwoofer and speakers in the headrest. So fantastic audio system. And even the eight speaker uh, B&O systems now available all the way down to XLT. And that includes that same ported subwoofer, just not as many speakers. But uh, our customers, you know, the interior, I, I can't wait until we get customers into the vehicles, until we get, you know, uh, media like yourselves uh, to get in the vehicle, drive it, experience the interior. It's just fantastic what we've done on the interior. Everything's upgraded. It's a great design um, and, and very, very comfortable and functional. And there is a, also like another base on a stereo system, I imagine, like XLT. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. We start up with a, I think it's a, a seven, well, it depends on cab style, but it's seven speaker, I believe. Um, 
Okay, but, uh, so yeah. and then finally, so speaking about technologies, uh, moving a little bit further, so you do have, you know, Wi-Fi capability, right, inside the truck. Yeah. Uh, you have over-the-air updates because it's Sync 4, correct? Right, uh, right. And then, and then self-driving uh, highway modes coming later, correct? Yeah, I mean, the over-the-air updates is, is pretty uh, significant uh, step forward for us. We, we've done uh, over-the-air updates in the past, but it's been pretty limited to just the modem and to Sync itself. And with this multi-module over-the-air update capability, we'll be able to update nearly every module on the vehicle. I think it's 50 plus modules uh, by 21 calendar year. So uh, yeah, so we'll be able to do both system upgrades as well as you know, new feature offerings. And one of those new features um, is hands-free driving. So at job one, we're providing uh, called the prep kit, uh, the hardware to facilitate uh, the hands-free driving. And then middle of next year, uh, via either dealer visit or over the air, we'll be able to provide that software uh, to provide uh, hands-free driving capability. So it's and very this exciting. Is like, this is like on the highways, divided highways, correct? So That's right. So That's it's right, not exactly. anywhere. It's not anywhere. It's on, it's on divided highways, uh, but it's, it's many, many miles of, of road that this would be capable on. And even on the base vehicle that, or sorry, not the base, but the vehicle you're gonna get a job one, you're gonna have lane centering assist, mm -hmm. uh, which, which is, uh, again, a substantial step forward from the lane keeping, because it'll keep you, you know, centered in the lane versus preventing you from going outside the lanes. Uh, and it gives you a good feel for um, how well the vehicle tracks in the lane, because uh, you know when we do do the hands-free, that's obviously uh, it's going to be an enhanced algorithm there to to allow you to to go hands-free. But our driver assist, you know, features including the hands-free are just upgraded substantially from uh, from outgoing, you know, both what we have on the stand standard on the base vehicle as well as on the high end with the lane centering assist, intelligent adaptive cruise control. So it'll have traffic sign recognition. You can set a speed. And say, hey, I want to go, you know, at the speed limit, or I don't want to say you want to go above the speed limit, but let's say you want to go at the speed limit or five below. Uh, it, it, when it's, it goes into new speed zone, let's say you're on the highway and going from 70 down to 55, it'll adjust the, the cruise control for you. You don't have to worry about, you know, staying 70 miles an hour in a 55 and getting a ticket. The system will adjust for you, which is which is great. And so, adapt uh, adaptive cruise functionality is still available on certain trucks, right? Yes, yes. Actually, the uh, adaptive cruise, intelligent adaptive cruise is done all the way to into the XLT. Okay, and then- There's an uh, option. We're, we're almost at the end. But okay. <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, there is a lot to talk about, yep. So FX4 is still around. It's uh, FX4 is your off-road package. Uh, That's right. Uh, how does that work? Is it like special shock tuning, different modes? How does that work? Yeah, it's, it's different shock tuning. Uh, we've got a different skid plate package. Uh, it primarily is what we have for the FX4. And there is a new, I think, rock crawl mode or a new, right. new right. off-road mode. Yeah, yeah, rock crawl mode is, is now available in FX4 as well. So yeah, we really have done more with the uh, selectable drive modes. Um, and so pricing, uh, you, pricing is around, uh, there is an online configurator that's, you know, early version is available. So 
if you guys want to see the pricing, it starts just under 29,000 for a uh, before destination charges for the two-door two-wheel drive truck. Um, and of course, pricing goes, you know, there's a wide range of price. Uh, right, it, right, yes. Yeah, we've, we try to make sure we keep the, the price, the base price and make it affordable. Uh, of course, with, with additional content comes additional, you know, higher price points. But we think it's still a very, very good value uh, all the way across the range. So if you want that limited, you know, fully optioned truck, I mean, it's still there. Um, and, you know, and of course, it's priced appropriately. Uh, right. Probably what, above $70,000 probably if you option it all the way up. Right, right, that is true, that is true. And that comes, of course, well, you can get a limited uh, with a 3.5 EcoBoost or, or with uh, the Power Boost. Um, so, and it comes with almost all the bells and whistles. There's only a few more boxes to check at that point. Most of them are already checked for you. Yeah, I gotcha. So, and uh, when the, uh, is this truck available? I mean, are you building them already? Yes, we have started uh, building them at Dearborn Truck Plant. We will be building in Kansas City Assembly Plant as well, and uh, that's coming up very, very soon. Uh, they're just finishing up the balance out of the 20 model year, and we'll be doing a short changeover uh, to be building the new, but at Dearborn Truck Plant, they have already started uh, building the new model. So we're very excited, uh, you know, very soon, I would expect that we'll have, uh, have the vehicles in the dealership, uh, you know, and, and be shipping uh, from both plants, you know, clearly by the end of the year and start getting some real volume in dealership. I know there's a lot of excitement out there and we're very excited ourselves to, uh, to, to get them on the road. Awesome. And I just wanted to ask if you wanted to break any news about the Ford Raptor or anything else, uh, you, have, you have the floor. Yes, there'll be more coming about the Ford Raptor. We have said that there will be a Raptor, but I can't give any more specifics than that. Okay, so, so I, I can't ask you. Oh, okay, uh, I had to ask. And then finally, uh, F-150 electric, right? You said within two years, there's going to be an all-electric truck. Right, right. Yeah, we're very excited about that. I, you know, there was an announcement a few weeks ago. Uh, we're, we're building a new facility uh, at the Rouge. Uh, to be able to to assemble the the battery electric and it's going to be fantastic as well. And again, it's just you know we're, we're really offering the the kind of uh, capability our customers are looking for, including both the Power Boost hybrid here and then full electric to come. So exciting! Very cool. Well, thank you for kind of giving me a kind of a deep dive and some more you know early information. I really appreciate it. Uh, and of course, uh, you'll find this podcast on anywhere podcasts are distributed. And also TFL Talk is our YouTube channel. Uh, Craig, thank you for your time. We went a little bit over. I apologize. Uh, no, no. But, no problem. But no there's problem. a lot There's a lot there. There is an awful lot there. So uh, I appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to or allowing me to share the story about the all-new 21 Model Year F-150. We think it's right. going to be fantastic. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.